0: Hey, thanks for joining us. Did you know that your life has a purpose? Did you know that your life is not meant to be lived the way that you want to live it? Living on Mission is a podcast designed to help Christians understand that we have a radical purpose and a mission given to us from our Creator. That God has designed our lives to live for Him, for His glory, for His honor. Join us as we unpack these biblical truths designed to help us understand what our mission is in the Christian life. Welcome back to Living on Mission with Chris and Amanda Thorne. Oh man, uh, what a week, what a day this has been. So Amanda and I were just having a conversation (laughs) off air that I think we have to continue on air.
1: We were talking about you throwing me under the bus in your messages, like, all the time, and I asked if I could wait, throw wait, wait, you under the bus about on our you podcast. You're you, the listener,
0: or me? <clears throat> you talking about you as the listener, or you as me? We. We.
1: We're talking about you, the pastor. Oh, you, the pastor. So you're talking about me. Throwing his wife under the bus on Sunday mornings in his God-given messages, and then he just throws in his own stuff, and He's like... He's the Lord. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So anyways, the conversation went like this. Can I throw you under the bus on the podcast?
0: I don't see why not. Mm. I have I have thickish skin. Yeah. I mean, what what's there to throw me under the bus for?
1: Well, I threw you under the bus yesterday, and then you didn't look like you appreciated it very much.
0: Partly because I couldn't hear what she was saying because so many people were trying to take Amanda's side. Because In- I, I do typically... Lovingly say something that may or may not be referenced to my wife, but it could be referenced to a lot of individuals, yes, a lot of wives or husbands or people that just have spending problems.
1: Yes, everybody has spending problems. You have a spending problem on your face mask.
0: What are you talking about, Chris? You I lied. just want to make sure I am ready for the next <laughs> pandemic. That's all.
1: Every time I turn around. There's a package in the mail. And every time you open it, it's a new face mask. Hey. This weekend, you got a package, and it was like a box full of disposable face masks.
0: Correct. We're getting ready to go to Africa on a mission trip, and we have to wear a face masks. So your Roe
1: versus Wade face mask. It's not Roe
0: versus Wade. They are Roe roeback, Ro- Roe Okay. Oh, My I'm goodness, sorry. that is a brand. They have some amazing face masks and amazing golf shirts.
1: Texas is getting ready to get rid of their face mask. Mandate. I know,
0: but you travel to other Praise states. Jesus. Praise Jesus for that. Praise
1: the Lord. You travel
0: to other states or around the world, and you still have to wear a face mask. So, <laughs> I just I'm I'm trying out as many as I can well, until I okay, find that you know comfortable what? one.
1: In that case, that everywhere, everywhere you go, you have to wear shoes. And so, I'm just trying to make sure that my closet is well stocked with shoes. For I mean, because there's certain days that my feet don't want to wear shoes
0: for the next three pandemics. <laughs>
1: I'm not talking about pandemic I'm talking about everyday life there's days where I don't want to wear heels or wedges or flats so I need to like have a mixture and patterns you know mixing and color blocking and it's important
0: I guess I guess okay
1: our bickering is through yeah how do you feel being hit by a bus
0: I'm trying to pick myself up right now (laughs) Just, just give me a second
1: this was fun. I, that was very enjoyable. Thank you.
0: You're welcome. I know you struggle sometimes and some days with the school and the frustration of just trying to teach those, I enjoy those young it very children much. that love the Lord so much.
1: So. I love teaching. I think it's so much fun. I didn't think I would. I really didn't. I didn't think I would want to be a teacher. I thought I would be a survivor. In a Ooh, class.
0: A survivor in a class. But
1: I find that I'm thriving.
0: Wow. It seems like she's trying to transition like into something. Like a
1: Segway, maybe? Segway. I what don't is do
0: I have ridden was that seg- good? That was a good Segway. Did you segue. like that? I Thank did you like that.
1: very much.
0: On that note. That's why I, you hired me for I this. have ridden a segue. Me too. Is that what we're talking about? The segue we're talking One about? One
1: of my friends read a se- wrote a Segway, and we thought we were watching her demise. <laughs> her
0: demise, her downfall. It was... It was the craziest
1: thing. And the thing was, was half of us were laughing at her because it was was the best thing ever. It's one of my favorite memories.
0: Anyways, okay. If you don't know who she's referring to...
1: But it's okay. Let's just say we were doing a Segway tour in downtown San Antonio. It starts
0: with a T. Last name starts with a J. You fill in the rest of the pieces of the puzzle. Okay.
1: And then it'll all make sense. It'll all make sense. We were doing a Segway tour in downtown San Antonio and... We'll just leave it there. We literally thought she was going to die.
0: Oh, man. It was crazy. That would have been bad for her husband and 48 kids left behind. (laughs) Oh, hang on. Okay, sorry about that. Uh, I will explain that little delay here in just a second. But Amanda did an awesome job on the segue. Not the segue tour we were just talking about, but segueing into what we're talking about today, which is surviving versus thriving. But before we get there, I just, there's, you know, all these great questions that I have that I really just want to continue to ask you. And the one that I came up with today, outside of the, you know, again, the first one that we ever came up with, I think it's it's the most epic. Or I guess it's not we. It was more me because...
1: I, <laughs> I had nothing to do with that. I don't Absolutely. I wouldn't even... <laughs> uh,
0: Seriously, I don't, I don't even want to talk about it. I don't think she wants to claim it. I don't even it. want to talk about it. She doesn't want to claim the hot dog one. I mean,
1: <laughs> I mean, really, we could probably make some money, but probably the only people that ever buy the shirt is a man. But we should, we should make a shirt <laughs> and just, sell it.
0: Well, we can do that, but we, we need to come up with an, an awesome school. hashtag for it. Um, I don't know. Hashtag
1: I'm hungry. I'm
0: hungry. Hashtag hot dog life. I, I don't
1: Survival know. Survival mode. Survival <laughs> modes. Eat myself. <laughs> Because I'm a hot dog. Oh, oh, please! Just can we move on? Well, we're gonna dog. move on.
0: All right. This this one's better. It's not as bad. If you were a type of jeans, what type would you be? Holy. Holy.
1: Take time to be holy. I'd be holy jeans. Wow.
0: I don't know what type it's of biblical. jeans I would be. That that is biblical. I'm not really sure what type of jeans I would be.
1: You'd be straight leg. <laughs> Oh. Cause there's no flare in you. <laughs> that was good. I, I'm patting myself on the back yeah, y'all you all can see. Pat pat. I, you walk the straight and narrow, straight and narrow legged jeans. I, 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 Are I'm, you relax? You're not the relaxed fit, because you're anything but relaxed.
0: <laughs> I, I am very relaxed.
1: No, you're not.
0: At night, when I'm asleep. That's when I'm very relaxed. Oh, man, I, I have so much to say about that, but I'm just going to let that pass. Okay, I'm going to let it go. Okay, let it go. All right, last one, and then we will segue back into the segue, which we already segued into. How much does a polar bear weigh? Just enough to break the ice.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and all you out there... I've lost it because that was probably the most yeah. epic. Actually, it was the corniest dad joke in yeah. the world.
1: That would be something if you fell through the ice, though, that would be something you'd want to survive in, not thrive in. Oh, right? that's,
0: that's another great segue. Thank you. Should I take this one and run with it?
1: Take it and run. Take, take it, it and it swim with it.
0: And swim with it. <laughs> just keep swimming. Just okay. keep swimming. What there do you, know. you do? You swim. Sorry.
1: You swim through it all.
0: It's the Disney coming out of me.
1: You swim through it all, even the frustrations.
0: <laughs> oh, the frustrations.
1: Yes. Let's talk you about ever frustrations. Had it all.
0: Please, let's talk about the frustrations. Mm-hmm. Of today? Of today. So I'm going to ask Amanda in just a second about a time that she has felt like quitting. And that's the question I want you to ask. Have you ever felt like quitting? Mm. Have you ever felt like giving up? You ever just been so discouraged, so frustrated that you just want to go hit a wall or, as Noah would lovingly say, I'm going to kick you in the face. <laughs> just like that. So today, here's a little fun fact for y'all. We started recording this podcast and absolutely finished it. I was in the editing process, putting it all together, and I realized there was something wrong. What was wrong? What was wrong?
1: Yeah, what was wrong?
0: Well, the podcast was like 30-some minutes, 30, 35 minutes, Mm -hmm. and somehow there were only like five minutes that recorded.
1: That's why I'm feeling a deja vu moment. Yes. Because I feel like earlier today, I was sitting in this exact same chair in front of this exact same microphone talking to you. That's it.
0: That is I it. I
1: knew it. So we're re-recording. We
0: are re-recording. So that's my frustrating moment of today.
1: <laughs> that deja vu.
0: Literally, we recorded the whole thing. I thought it was finished. Lo and behold, the SD card was out of memory. Oh. Oh. So it only recorded five minutes out of the 35 minute. With that being
1: said, this is not a rehearsed podcast because I don't believe in those. I believe in just doing this and letting God lead. So I've told my husband that whatever happens in this happens, I'm not going to like reiterate what I said. So if it does happen, I'm not going to try
0: to force the Holy Spirit, is what she's trying to say.
1: Exactly. We're just going to record it and we're just going to. Because
0: what happens a lot of times. I try to plan out the episodes, yes. as, as you should, as any podcast host should. You didn't
1: plan out your jump drive, though. I
0: didn't plan out my jump Lessons drive. Lesson learned. Lesson learned. Yes. But a lot of times, as we start the conversation, which I love, we venture off into another avenue, another path that I might not have had planned. But again, that's the Holy Spirit leading. And again, I think this is just the Holy Spirit leading in this path, in this direction. But I think it was just a lesson for me, because we had just finished the podcast on... Not necessarily do you want to quit, do you get frustrated, but it was the surviving versus thriving. And I had to remind myself with the help of Amanda that, okay, it's okay. We can re record it. Life is not over. I don't need to go jump in a well somewhere. All is good. It was frustrating to say the least when you've finished a project and then it's not there. Well, and
1: because for me, I was working on my lesson plan for tomorrow. Correct. yeah. Correct.
0: So, so that was my little frustration, or my time that I felt like quitting, and that, I mean, there's so many others that I could talk about. But, Amanda, you ever had a time you felt like quitting?
1: Last week. You want me to expound on that? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so, for me, it's and it it's different for everybody. For me, it's it's a lot of a lot of times when I feel like quitting, it has to do with ministry, it has to do with, and it is it's it's Satan. He he gets into my mind and tells me lies. And so things like that, you know, and the lies that were, that I was dealing with was, you know, is it even worth it? Like, am I even making a difference in the ministry? Am I even doing what I'm supposed to be doing? And I was just, I just, I was so frustrated and it just, it was heavy. It was so heavy. And I very quickly was stepping into a sort of self-pity mode, I guess you could say. And I had to stop And I had to remember who I was serving. I had to remember to put on the whole armor of God. I had to remember who I was fighting. I'm not fighting people. I'm fighting principalities and powers. I'm fighting a spiritual warfare, not a physical warfare. And so I had to just stop. And I had to, first of all, pray and ask God to forgive me for slipping into that sort of self-pity mode and I just had to praise Him and thank Him and remember who I am in Christ. So,
0: Yeah, I think that's important. I think many of us, as Amanda alluded to, get very frustrated with life. and Extremely. Extremely. I think for me and her, our biggest frustration comes in the form of ministry in the sense of we feel like quitting, we feel like giving up. Mm-hmm. Not so much family or our children. I, children can... Just annoy you at times and frustrate you, but no. okay, maybe
1: they're sweet little angels. Wow, <laughs> angelic beings the children are.
0: So funny side note on that, which again, this is completely <laughs> off the cuff as she just made that comment. I, I remember when we first were here, there was um, I think a lady in the church. Nate was eighteen months, two years at the time, and you know they're going through that that terrible two stage. Nate's a good kid, but. All kids go through that little frustrating, like, trying you time. Noah's Sometimes in Sometimes right the terrible
1: two-stage lasts for, like, three years.
0: Or, like, 24 years. Yeah, depending. For some. But I, I said, I made some kind of comment, like, you know, not like he's a little demon or something like that, but the lady's like, he is not, he is an angel from the Lord. And I was like, okay, well, <laughs> thank you. Appreciate that. Praise Jesus. God bless you. <laughs> Continue on your path. <laughs> anyway, completely, completely off topic. It just came to my mind there. Um, but I feel like a lot of us feel like quitting sometimes. I mean, it's, it's a, I think it's a natural part of our lives just because we get frustrated, we get discouraged, uh, we just, we just want to give up. And I mean, there's so many people in the Bible that we can allude to. We can talk about Moses. He felt like quitting. Joshua, Elijah, uh, Jonah, Job, Paul. You think about Elijah, you know, it was the time where uh, I'm the only one serving God. And what did what did God have to remind Elijah of in that moment, Amanda?
1: Well, he was in a self-pity mode. I mean, and so God had to remind him, look, you aren't alone. And I think that's where we get to. We get so just, oh, woe is me. I'm all by myself. And that was where I had to stop myself last week. I had to, it's okay to be frustrated. Yeah. It's okay. Jesus was frustrated. But the thing is, is we have to stop it right there. And we have to not step into the self-pity. We have to realize that we have a heavenly father that we can take things to. The Bible says, casting all your cares upon him because he careth for you. And that's, that's where it's at. It's, it's so easy to be like Elijah. Oh, I'm all by myself, but you're not. Yeah. God has given you that avenue. He's given you all the tools to fight, to put on the whole armor of God and stand and let him do it. Put it all on the
0: Lord. Oh it's man there's so many thoughts coming in my head right now. Why why do we do that? Why or why, why do we not cast our care upon God? Because the only thing that I'm I'm thinking of, there's so many things, but just all these examples in scripture, the Elijahs, the Jobs, and I think of the Elijah especially the the woe is me, almost attitude, and I know I, I've been so guilty of that many times in my life. I look at other ministries or other ministry leaders and churches, and, and myself in and my own opinion. All oh, they don't go through what I go through. My life is so hard. My life is so difficult. The ministry I'm serving in is so difficult. You know, everyone else they have just a, a breeze and it's a cakewalk, and then God has to remind me that again, you're, you're not alone. Why are you wallowing in your own self pity? Why 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 don't you get up and realize that there are others that are struggling in life? But a lot of times I feel like we have this this Eeyore mindset, you know, the woe is me, you know. Good all... morning. If
1: <laughs> it is a good morning, yeah. which it probably isn't. <laughs>
0: exactly. But the reality is our life isn't as bad as as we make it out to be. So Amanda, why, why do you think, you talked about casting our care upon God because he does care for us. Why why don't we do that?
1: If you look in that verse, so it, the verse that I quoted is in 1 Peter chapter 5, and it's verse number 7. And if you go to the verse above it, it says this, it says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, and then verse 7, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Honestly, the reason is, is we're not humble. We are not humbled under the mighty hand of God. And it's pride. Our prideful, want-to-be-in-control selves, we don't cast our care because we can do this. I, I've i got this. All I have to do is just survive this moment. That's all I have to do. Yeah. I just have to survive this small moment, and then I'll be okay. And so then we miss out on the thriving part of it, because we won't humble ourselves and cast our care on the Lord and allow him to do in us what he's been wanting to do from the moment that he rescued us from our sins, from the moment that he adopted us into his family. We're, we're just, we're stuck in our pride. We uh-huh. want to be in control.
0: Yes, control is, man, that's something I struggle greatly with. Obviously, this episode and having to re-record it, it it's a frustrated control thing. Like, I've already done it. Why do I have to do it again? But I think it's just another reminder from the Lord for me, and these things happen, but it's another reminder that, hey, you're even when you think you're in control, you're not in control. Mm-mm. But there is someone that is in control who loves us with an everlasting love. And again, what we're trying to, to expound upon today, and it might take a couple episodes to fully really talk about this, but the surviving versus thriving in and, and our culture is is trapped in a survival type mentality. Would you agree with that, Amanda?
1: Oh, yes. That's why we have the anxiety and the depression and the, because that's the thing. It's just, we're just, I've got to make it through. I've just got to make it through. And I think that's been the whole pandemic. I've just just got to survive this. It's going to get better next year. It'll be better next year. Well, you should have just lived in that moment. Yeah, at that time and allowed God to use that to grow you to trust him more. Yeah. To realize that he's the one that's yes. in control.
0: We're always looking for that that next season to mm-hmm. escape and again, think of all the memes and people on Facebook that oh, I can't wait to 2021. And then now you got people like man, 2021 it, it stinks. It's it's just as bad, just as hard, just as frustrating as 2020 was. So just just a flip of the calendar doesn't necessarily change anything. No, And I think sometimes that that survival instinct, it just sets in and like, oh, just got to survive this. It's almost like if I can just make it to this, if I could just make it to this, if I could just make it to this, things are going to get better. Mm -hmm. But there's always going to be something else that comes along. Yeah. Always going to be something. And when you think of the word itself and what it means, survive means to continue to live or exist especially despite danger or hardship. But that first part, it just stands out to me. To continue to live or exist. Amanda, do you think that God created us, if we are saved, if we are a child of God, do you think God created us to just to continue to live or exist? No. No, No, I I, I agree with that. He, He didn't just create us to continue to live, to exist. You know, survival mode happens, and there are seasons where you literally just have to somewhat survive but it's never meant to be long term it's only meant to be temporary and really here's here's a great question if we're always just trying to survive then how can we truly live
1: well you can't and honestly if you're just a surviving just that surviving life you're living a selfish life yeah you're living you're living for yourself you're living just to get yourself through. And you, you have completely lost the mind of Christ in that. The Bible says to look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. And when you're just stuck in, oh, I've just got to get through this. This is just whatever. I'm just going to live. You have completely, first of all, you're no longer praising God. You're no longer living a worshipful life. You're, you've completely gone off mission yeah. because you're just surviving.
0: This just popped into my head and it could be completely off track because I get a lot of those off track, off mission type thoughts. But in a culture that is constantly in survivor mode and even praising survivors, is it wrong to glorify someone that says, you know, I'm a survivor of of this, of this, of that?
1: Oh, I don't know.
0: Again, just a weird random thought that popped into my head.
1: No. I mean... If you did survive something, then that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. But I think that you have to be careful with that because you have to say, God allowed me to survive it. Correct. Maybe.
0: Yeah. I think just for me, obviously, I don't think it's wrong to say that because there are people that have come through difficult seasons or difficult circumstances in their life. But I think if you're always like holding on to that, hey, I am a survivor and and then you never really live because you're always holding on to what did happen or what drug you down, this or that. And I think it's very easy to, to become self-absorbed. You know, we talked about self-pity, but then maybe even self-absorbed in that. And then you talked about look not every man in his own things, but every man also on the things of others. I think by doing that, we become very inward focused, maybe. Mm-hmm. And instead of looking out for the needs of others, it's all about, hey, look at me. Look what I have done. Well, I
1: think that you can take those times where it felt like you were being beat down. I think the goal of that, first of all, is to grow your relationship with Christ, but also for you to be a testimony to others to say, look, I've been there. Correct. And the thing is this. And And
0: I'm I'm, I'm not trying to diminish anyone that has survived cancer or difficulties. That's not what I'm trying to do here.
1: But that's... but. All of that, those kinds of things bring glory to God. Correct. And and so that's that's where you take, look, God allowed me to survive that, and here's what I learned. And I see that you're going through something, and let me just encourage you. Let me show you what God has done in my life, and let me encourage you to realize that the thing is, is that God, the things that God puts in our life, it's never to be cruel. Yes. And it's never to be to be mean it's it's to get us to where god wants us to be
0: yeah
1: it's it's not and and we we can feel like it's cruel but that's because we don't understand god's sovereignty correct we are finite god is infinite and if if we rel- if we rest in that then we then we realize that nothing that but there's a lot of things on this earth that are a result of sin correct, you know, and i th- i've I've often wondered like what it would be like if there was no sin, Would we have to go through those trying testing times? We wouldn't because we would we were created in the image of God, and, and we would have his mind already because it would it would be a perfect world, yes, but so with that, you know God is trying to grow us, God is trying to say, Hey, look, I want you to become more and more like me
0: yeah that's that's what it comes down to. You know, Amanda talked about the verse casting our care upon God because He cares for us and and Jesus, His Son. But I, I can't help but think of the opposite of surviving is to me, it's it's thriving. Mm-hmm. And a thriving Christian is one that prospers, one that flourishes, and really, one definition of thrive or thriving means to be fully alive. And I had asked the question just a minute ago. If you're always just trying to survive, then how can you truly live? You can't truly live yeah. because, well, I'm just trying to make it through this. I'm just trying to make it through this hurdle, make it through this hurdle. And we never realize that. We're, it's like we're always looking to the next season. You know, I think of it as as a kid growing up. I couldn't wait to hit certain milestones. You know, I can't wait until I'm 10 because, you know, you're in double digits. Then can't wait until I'm a teenager. And then I can't wait until... Um, 16 because then I can get a driver's license. Can't wait until I'm 18. There's always something that we're looking forward to. But I think sometimes in those moments, and I'm not trying to go off track here, but in those moments, we then tend to forget about what's going on today.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And we lose sight of what's going on today. And and the reason I'm saying this, because I remember my senior year of high school and I had a great high school experience. I I enjoyed it, played sports and... um, you know, did all kinds of things that, that we could at our Christian school. Um but I remember I had a had an assignment for one of my English classes and we had to do essays every week in there. And I didn't even think it was for the class. I think it kind of spurred from the class, but I wrote <laughs> I wrote a poem and I can't even remember the poem, but it was basically kind of looking back at my life because I was like, what what have I done? Not not that I just wasted away, but I think I was always looking so much ahead that I neglected the here and now. And it kind of, I got off mission in a sense. Mm -hmm. I got off of what I was supposed to do. And I looked back that, man, I, I wasted so many opportunities because I was always looking towards the next game, towards the next goal, milestone, achievement. And really, in some ways, I was just kind of surviving through and not really thriving and not really truly living.
1: Today matters eternity. Yeah. That's my, that's my, uh, intentionality. Be intentional yeah. about the day that you live in today.
0: Exactly. And that's And
1: no matter what happens, no matter what happens. Okay. So our, our podcast, we, we had to redo it. Well, there's a reason yes, there there's is. a reason for that. So be intentional about it. Correct. Don't, don't give up on it. You know, you maybe got a flat tire, you might be sitting in traffic as you're listening to this. You might be extremely, extremely frustrated or stressed out about something. Okay, yes, it's it, whatever it is, and, and I am not making light of what I am about to say. That is a big deal. But be intentional. Stop and think about it. What is the reason? Could it it could be a bad decision that you've made? Okay, learn from that bad decision. Yeah. Allow God to take something that is messed up and allow him to redeem it. Allow mm. him to take that and and thrive from that. Just because there's pruning going on in your life, there has to be. Correct. That's part of growing. If you don't prune away the dead things, then you will not thrive. <laughs> so those moments of hurt and pain and and whatever is going on in your life, it's not there to frustrate you. It's not there to make you quit. It's there to make you grow. Yes. And if you if you just if you stop and you just fight it then then it's not going to it's not going to go out the way it should correct so thrive grow in that moment just correct. be intentional live like today counts for eternity
0: because today does count it does. for eternity and i can't help but think of the verse john 10, 10 jesus told his disciples and he told us that hey the reason i came i came to give you life and mm-hmm. to give you life that is more abundant. Yes, and really, I, I came to give you a better life than you even imagined, a life that is in me, a life that finds your identity staked in not who you were, mm-hmm. but who you are, and that's the only way to thrive. And and I feel like here here's what we're doing. We are. You can use the analogy, the illustration of uh, imagine you were you were shipwrecked in the middle of the ocean, in the middle of the sea, and you're just, you're literally just trying to survive. Mm -hmm. I understand there are literally moments like that. There are seasons like that where you're trying to find some driftwood. And what do you do? You, You cling to that driftwood because you're just hoping, and your hope is limited, but you're just hoping that something comes along, not to eat you, but something comes along to save you, or someone comes along to save you. And you're just clinging to that driftwood, but we're not meant to go through life just clinging to driftwood. No. Just holding on to driftwood, hoping that someone comes, and you talked about it just a few minutes ago, to, re- to redeem us when that person has already redeemed us.
1: Yes, and that scenario is great. You know, we're waiting for someone to rescue us. We're in the middle of the ocean, and but we've already been rescued. Yeah. If you are a child of God, the rescue has already happened. So you are you are in the thriving. You've already been rescued, so when it feels like you're surviving, stop and realize that God's trying to get you to thrive.
0: Yes, that, that's what God wants us to do. He wants us to thrive. and you know I, I gave the illustration a couple weeks ago to our church family, the illustration of um, I think it's the 19th or 19th century, the 1900s acrobat in the early 1900s, man by the name of Blondin and he is famously known for tightrope walking across the portion of the Niagara Falls, which is just insane to would think never about. I do that. Yeah, there's no way. I mean, I think about the whether it's true or not, the people that used to go over in a barrel in Niagara Falls. Mm-mm. Maybe it was like a very small portion of the falls, like 10 feet. I don't know, but that's just insane. So he had obviously done many amazing feats and had the crowd there anxiously waiting to see what happened. And you know. Many of them had seen him perform before and had asked him, hey, how many believe that I can do this? How many believe that I can walk across this tightrope across Niagara Falls? And, you know, a resounding yes. And, okay, how many believe that I could do it with someone on my back? And, again, a resounding yes. Yeah, we believe you can do it. And then it was, hey, who wants to volunteer (laughs) and not a hand? Because people weren't – they said they trusted, but then they weren't willing to – Put it into action. So not wanting the stunt to go bad, the manager either willingly or unwillingly said, you know what? I'll do it. And climbed on, they start walking across and within a few minutes, something happened. You know, the wind shifted and this guy had never done anything like that before. So what he tried to do was he tried to auto correct. Hmm. Blondin is the one that's trying to lead to trying to guide And the manager that's on the back tries to shift one way when Blondin is going the other way, and Blondin in that moment yells at the top of his lungs because you get the roar of the the waves and the falls all around him, and he yells, Stop! If you want to live, do nothing but cling to me. Mm -hmm. And, oh, it's such a powerful illustration You see, so many of us are just trying to to cling to the driftwood and just survive the life that we have. When God, our creator, is saying, quit clinging to that and cling to me. Mm -hmm. I'm the only one that is truly in control. I'm the only one that's going to help see you through this difficulty, see you through this storm. And the only way you're going to thrive is by Stop trying to cling to something that you were never meant to cling to,
1: yeah, and it's in those moments it makes me think, um, my new favorite song lately, and I've been listening to it so much it's just it's been on repeat, and I get that way when i when I find a song, I just I listen to it over and over and over and over again, and right now it's Waymaker, and the part of that song that gets to me is towards the end where it says. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you work, you're working, you never stop working. He's the way maker, and all through the Bible, he has proven this to us. He made a way through the Red Sea. He caused the walls of Jericho to fall. He turned water into wine. He keeps every promise. He makes a way for all of us and but there's just times, and, and that's what it that's what that song is saying. It's like, look, even, even in those moments where the pain is so real, where the frustration is so strong that you cannot see and you cannot feel him working, he is working. He is in control. He is the king of the world. Yes. He has got it, and you have to stop and remember that, that he makes the way. He keeps the promises. He works the miracles. He does it all and we have to cling to the waymaker.
0: <laughs> that's it i mean amanda so aptly put it there's not much more to say but surviving is for those that either have no hope or limited hope but if you're a christian today you have an everlasting hope mm-hmm. and the hope is in jesus so i just want to challenge you yet again to stop clinging to the driftwood And start clinging to your Redeemer. And in doing so, go live life on mission.